wasn't just our West Coast Eagles and Fremantle Dockers who lost in Melbourne on the weekend. It was also a disappointing one-point loss to the West Coast Fever in the Super Suncourt Super Netball clash with the New South Wales Swifts. Their coach of the Fever, Stacey Marinkovic, has been kind enough to join us. Wow. Great start. Great finish. Not so flash in between. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> Yeah, obviously consistency plays a, a big part in, in getting end results and we're certainly a bit up and down uh, with the way that we're executing skill but also consistency, I, I think, um, in just that ruthless attention to detail in, in our defence across the court as well. That's a big part of you. You are big on detail and you know I've heard you in timeouts. You say, let's tick off all the things that we do. I mean, you're big on preparation and if you, f- you prepare well and you follow the said game plan and everyone does their bit, that detail takes care of itself. Yeah, absolutely. And I think we, we had a good understanding of, of Swifts going into the game and I think, you know, obviously we had some uh, good moments out on court. I, I just think that, you know, we... we uh, Swiss are a very good, a high execution team. They're, they're highly skilled in attack and they don't give you much ball. So we really needed to step up uh, and really take away their system. Um, and I think we were just, our our speed to our switches um, and just um, our, our angles to attack the ball were just, um, yeah, just lacking uh, at different phases in the game, which then, um, stifled our ability to accumulate pressure and, and I guess when you've got um, such a, a high executing team as the Swifts mm. you, you need to be able to build pressure for long periods of time if you're going to have um, the rewards at the end and um, we just didn't do that well enough on the weekend. 66-65 Stacey Marinkovic is our guest the coach of the West Coast Fever 65 would have won any other game on the weekend? Yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing. I think, you know, we, we do like to score and we score well. And, um, you know, our turnovers weren't huge over the weekend. Uh, but, you know, there's a couple that um, I think our, our skill um, let us down in, in different phases, our placement of, of pass um, under pressure. And um, I think, you know, obviously Swiss have done their homework and they've got, uh, you know, a few defensive tactics that they put out on court that just, um, halted our momentum for for little pa- uh, passages, which um, yeah, it just impacted our ability to go direct. Uh, and it's certainly something that we've addressed and we're aware of, and it's, it's something that we're uh, taking great learnings from. Have you taken Janiel Fowler off down the stretch before? Uh, oh, I think I took her off for a few minutes uh, a couple of weeks ago, but obviously that was the scoreboard comfort, I guess. Um, mm. And, you know, the, the strategies that we've put in place around training and Alison and Sasha certainly uh, like and feel comfortable around that two-shot um, or two-point shot and, and obviously a moving circle. We needed to get the ball to the circle quickly and, and have multiple options um, up the court as well. So, yeah, it's it's something that we've we've played around it uh, with at training and it was, you know, one of those moments that if you're going to go for a win, you've got to maximise the two-point period and um, really pleased with the way the girls went out there and, and took it on. How were the Fever girls accepted in Melbourne after what had taken place? <laughs> I'd be interested to know about, you know, your social media response to the Vixens not coming, whether that was a smart move. You as coach, can I get your um, view on whether the club handled it very well or was it just passion overflowing? 
Oh, I think there's a, a bit of passion overflowing, but I think at the same time we need to to read the situation. And I think we've acknowledged at a club, um, as a club, and we did that publicly, that it wasn't to uh, offend anyone with the, the way that we responded. Um, and you know, I think at the end of the day, whilst there's lots that happen around social media, I think mm. once players step across a, a white line it's it's all for the game it's all about the competitiveness on the court and um, there's going to be parochial home crowds and, and obviously anytime you're away from home you've, you've got the crowd against you so um, they're the environments that you have to embrace but it's also why we love playing sport and you like playing sport on the big stages is because of the atmosphere that's created. Have you had any um, uh contact with the powers to be whether that game will go ahead and if so when uh definitely know that the game will go ahead at some point uh mm. but when uh is anyone's questions as is when we will return home so yep. you know there's a, a lot of things that are i guess a, a lot of moving parts at the moment a lot of borders um i think are about to ease up a bit um but yeah there's uh, i think some pretty important meetings happening um today and tomorrow potentially um, just to find out how the competition is going to keep proceeding forward and and then obviously draws and schedules will follow suit after that. So at this stage, uh, we are hoping that Saturday uh, night, Fever hosting the Lightning here at the RAC Arena. So we may know more today. No easy game, is there, in this competition? And, you know, we know where the Lightning stand. We know where you are. There's... It's just so hard. Uh, can you can you give me a, a, an idea of as a coach, does much change from the lightning that you see a week ago to to the last time you played them? To I mean, or is it really stock standard stuff? Do teams do the same type of thing, or are they constantly changing up their styles, which makes it hard to track? Um, I don't think they change their styles dramatically, but I think there's variations and, and things that people add depending on the opposition that they come up against. Uh, so, you know, some of that's in positional changes of lineups. Uh, we've certainly seen that um, across, and, and Lightning are a team that do have flexibility with what they run. So, um, you know, we've got players preparing to play three types of opposition or direct opponents, um, making sure that they're across. Um, uh, yeah, w- what variation they can come up against. Mm. Um, but, you know, I think, you know, the the game is, is structured so much in that, you know, there's there's a handful of ways in which you can play the game. And, and obviously it's how a team executes that um, cohesively together. Um, and it really is how long they can do it for. So, um, you know, it's small margins in, in large parts. And as you said, like teams are taking points off each other left, right and centre. You had Thunderbirds have a win on the weekend. You had Firebirds who beat Giants. Like there is no breathing space. Uh, and certainly for us, we we know that Lightning came out absolutely firing that first quarter against us and showed that they have, you know, an, an incredible ability to, to take it to us. Um, but, you know, for us, we've got to make sure that um, we're, we're playing our brand of netball. And I think that's the, the fight and battle at the moment, getting the game on your terms and the way you want to play it. As you mentioned, Stacey, that uh, about whether you stay, go, when do you go, how do you go, what's happening with borders, we understand all that. Uh, can you give the listener an idea? Do you sit with your bags packed ready to get them, throw them in the bus and get out there as quick as possible? Or are you all over the place as a group and uh, you've got need time to get yourself together? Or are you always uh, on the edge? 
Um, I think in some part you feel like you're a little bit on edge um, just of late because there's so many options, I think, potentially on the table. But I think we've we've actually sat down as a group last night and, and said let's shorten our focus and make sure that we're fully in the moment that's actually here. So whether that's um, making sure we rest, recover, do our reviews and do it to the best of our ability and then actually you know, execute the training environment to the the highest degree and, and you know, to to with the same work rate um, that we need to transfer into a game. So we've probably shortened our focus so that we aren't sitting in a in a limbo mindset um and, you know, not having all our attention to what we need to do in that very moment. Well, whatever it is Good luck. Whether, fingers crossed, it's Saturday night. Who knows? I mean, seriously, who just knows what's going on? How are you coping um, being away from family? It's not easy. Yeah, no, it's not. And, you know, um, obviously with, with Matthew, he, he stayed back um, with my husband to make sure he keeps some routine. And I guess it was not understanding exactly when we would be coming or going. And um, also it's very hard to take a carer away with you when those people have to return back to their home states and things like that. So, um, yeah, it's it's not easy, but I've got all my high-performance staff have, have kids and, um, you know, commitments and we've got players that have got part-time jobs mm. and, and all those types of things. So there's different stresses and, and things that happen, but you make that commitment um, and, you know, hopefully... For, for all intents and purposes, we are coming home. Um, that's the plan, that we come home. We get to play lightning at our home court. And, um, you know, fingers crossed that all the things um, sort of uh, fall into place. And those 11,000 that couldn't see the play the Vixens get to see you play the lightning. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Bring your tickets. Uh, good on you, Stace. Thanks for the chat. <laughs> Excellent. Thanks very much. Stacey Maringovich, Coast. West Coast Fever coach, of course, outstanding, and also the coach of our uh, number one team, the Diamonds, 